0: Prepare yourself. You're on the run with Remzo W. Martinez. All right, ladies, I really don't have an introduction. I just want an excuse to bring you both back on. Uh, so here, here's a here's a question to kind of get things started. It is 60 degrees in my apartment. At what point should I turn up the thermostat?
2: For me, it would have been as soon as it hit below 70.
1: My rule is under 65
0: Okay, well, both of you are wrong. I'm just like, no, thank, thank God this is a podcast. No one can see that I have five blankets on and I look like a Russian grandmother. But
1: also you're a guy, so you have higher body heat. I'm
0: from Arizona. It gets below 70 and I immediately start thinking it's like the day after tomorrow. <laughs> oh, that's why I, I miss about Virginia, at least. It had seasons. Whereas Wisconsin, it's just like, oh, it's May. Let's go ahead and throw you a Lake Michigan Winter Vortex special. (laughs) There's nothing I could do about it. But anyway, folks, welcome back. I guess I have to go ahead and introduce things because we every episode is somebody's first episode. We are talking about Christmas. We did our Christmas special last week. With Sean and Zed from the Degenerate Panel, uh, Derek was out at a wedding because obviously he chose his family over us, which I'm I'm very pissed about. Uh, but we'll we'll let that slide. So I wanted to go ahead and keep things going. With uh, with Christmas because I was looking back at the last year and I realized that for 2020 I didn't do a Christmas special. I always do Halloween. I always make sure to go ahead and do something for uh, for Thanksgiving. So I thought, why not go ahead and do a couple of Christmas themed episodes? And I've got some awesome lady here tonight who you just heard uh, with their terrible answers about how to properly heat <laughs> your apartment. I, I'm I, I, I get I get a little bit triggered when it comes to uh, you know the. the The difference in the sexes when it comes to temperature tolerance. What I hated was working in D.C. um, during the summer, like around July. That's when it's like it's most humid and you really realize that all of D.C. is actually built on a swamp. And like most men, I would have to wear a suit. And, you know, that's that's never fun when. You know, you walk outside and it's like you're immediately drenched and looking like you're you're like a heroin addict or something. But what would would really suck is I would sit in a row of cubicles with people and I want to go ahead and turn on the fan or turn on the AC. And then I'd have all my female colleagues who I all love them. But during this case, I wanted to you know smack them like LL Cool J. They'd be like, I'm sorry. It's like so cold in here. And it's like, (laughs) okay, listen, you're wearing a dress which is just like a single piece of fabric. And it's 97 degrees plus hell outside. And I'm wearing three layers and a necktie to look, quote, professional. And I wanna turn up the AC a little bit and you're complaining about that?
1: (laughs) I think sometimes though, offices are just unnecessarily cold.
0: What do you consider unnecessarily cold?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Below like 68. This is also like in the heat of the summer, you are spending so much money to just crank up that AC. And realistically, most businesses don't care about you. They care about money and they would save money if they just like had the AC on less. So I'm like, not only do you not care about me, you also don't even care about money because it's like you're spending so much money to crank up the AC, just like an ungodly amount. So was like... What are the rules here? I don't know, you know?
0: I don't disagree with your answer, Rachel. I actually (laughs) hate it. (laughs) Like the the one thing that we keep seeing online and through all these like entrepreneurial gurus is how to keep the workforce happy. And when you've got an office full of men and they are having to wear a suit and tie and yeah, they'll throw off the jacket every once in a while. Maybe they'll wear a polo they got to tuck in. You turn that AC on. Like that, that's how that, that's how you get like, you know, third world country military juntas. Could you imagine how nicer South America would be if it just got a little bit colder? Because I've seen this study before. I think Dave Ramsey went ahead and threw it out randomly one time. He was like, uh, in, in the summer, murders rise in major cities. Now, imagine how most of the world is hot as sin. And imagine what would happen if you could just lower the temperature a little bit. You could cure sectarian violence. I you don't would have, know if you, it's would have the a, you would have a Muslim and a Jew eating a, a pork rib, and they're thinking, "Wow, you know, sixty degrees really solved a lot of our problems."
1: So you're saying we should reverse global warming into global cooling to solve world peace? This
0: I would totally team up with Al Gore on that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think 68 degrees or 69 degrees, like between that. Okay, let's say 65 to 70 degrees is the perfect temperature. If we could keep most environments like that, that would be so amazing.
1: Okay, I think that's what you should run on. You should run for president and be like, we're going to keep Chicago a nice 65 degrees in the summer and uh, make it not (laughs) Chirac anymore.
0: (laughs) You see, you say that and I immediately can hear somebody saying... Colder weather is racist. <laughs> I just can't win. None, none, of this ha- none of this has to do with Christmas. Um, I, I, I might as well throw this out there. Uh I'm I'm glad you two were able to make the time to come on tonight. Oh, privacy rules, but
2: you're a priority. So
0: oh thank you. <laughs> Somebody's throwing shit in the apartment upstairs. They're they're I bet there. I'll, add, I'll <laughs> edit this out because I want people to understand what I'm dealing with. They're they're stomping up and down. They probably have their thermostat at seventy, and they just <laughs> yeah, I was they're going to And you took it out of my mouth. <laughs> so sad. <laughs>
2: um,
0: when 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 it comes to Christmas, you know, I'm basic. I love everything about it, except Hallmark movies. I don't understand why they keep coming out with them. And apparently, Hallmark <laughs> actually has thirty 35- five. Films and production at a Single time during the year And I just wonder who the Heck is watching these I know one of The answers one of them is my father And I can't explain it
2: My mom that, watches them we should set Them up I don't no, know
0: my parents Are married
2: oh, no, <laughs> That's like a good old
1: Christmas homewreck that,
0: that that sounds like a Hallmark movie <laughs> yes. Christmas with the homewreckers <laughs>
1: Oh. Wow. <laughs> you never
2: That's know. It's like a 50 it 50 chance that your parents are divorced. So I had to, might you're, you're,
0: not, you're not wrong about the odds you know. on no. that. Good job, America.
1: <laughs> good, job. good job, America, and good job, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I don't like Hallmark Christmas movies, but I have watched a couple of like the Netflix original Christmas movies that are terrible, but I'll still watch them occasionally. They're, they're basic like-
0: they're basically hallmark movies though
1: so. yeah but i just I, mean, I don't have hallmark i don't because it, it's free form now right i think they changed their name anyways but i don't have like access to that so i just i have netflix so that's what i use but anyways <laughs> i feel like it's just i think people like hallmark movies because one they're they're so like unrealistic that you can't get pissed off because there's no way it would have happened anyways. It's not like, oh, you could kind of believe it and then something unrealistic happens at the end. It's like, none of it makes sense. So you're never like fully emotionally or like tied or invested in it. So I feel like it's just like for fun. It's almost like sci-fi really, you know, (laughs) where where it's like, there are no... Like, the the laws of physics don't apply in a a Hallmark movie. You know what I mean? But in terms of, like, relationships and socioeconomic statuses and whatnot. (laughs) Like, you can be a baker and fall in love with a, you know, a baker who somehow owns their own shop at, like, you know, 20 and falls in love with a CEO from wherever. And, like, that works in that movie. You know, there there are no lines. There are no, like... (laughs) Like everyone is just That's the limit Yeah, really, really It's like there. no one would ever swipe left on you In a Hallmark movie Oh, no,
0: because every dude is an Abercrombie and Fitch model
1: Yeah Who's like actually
2: nice to you Like I'm sorry, but those don't go hand in hand Like they just don't You can't be attractive and nice as a man Hot take
0: Damn, that came well, out of nowhere
1: we, we really switched up a convo
0: here, here, here's my th- here. Here are the three things about Hallmark movies that I I do agree with you on are completely unrealistic. One, it's entire communities where there are absolutely no minorities. Yeah. You may have one black person in token- a Hallmark movie, the token black person, and they're always dishing out Christmas wisdom. That's true. That that's the role they fill, and there can only be one because if there were two the community would fall apart because they would say there's too many black people. So that, that's the, that's the issue I see with Hallmark movies completely unrealistic about America's demographic changes. Secondly, it's always people with really shitty businesses who don't understand why their businesses are going out of style or or going out of business. So here's, here's, here's the thing. I wrote a Hallmark movie when I was unemployed one time. For fun, because you can actually submit Hallmark movie ideas oh to no. Hallmark. Did it get if,
1: picked?
0: Yeah. No, no, no. They didn't pick it.
2: I should um, just like, write about like all my old relationships, but then put like a happy ending on them and just send it.
0: Oh, were think. they were they all with like attractive men who are horrible?
2: Well, they weren't attractive. But <laughs> oh, so if they,
0: they weren't, weren't, then horrible. they should have been nice. <laughs> by By your logic, they weren't no, attractive, so they should have been nicer. But no, it was, it, it, I, I called it, it, it was a short script. It was like 30 pages because Hallmark movies are written at a second grade level, which is another thing. It was called a very ginger Christmas and it had nothing to do with redheads. Well, I mean, I thought Isla Fisher, or Amy Adams could have been the lead, but it's about a woman who inherits her father's gingerbread men factory. And basically she doesn't understand quote, doesn't understand why she can't sell gingerbread houses and gingerbread cookies out of season. Like why is no one buying them in like (laughs) July or something like that? Because she's smart. And like, (laughs) it's at the point where not enough people are feeling the Christmas spirit that even during the holidays, when she would typically make enough money for the year, she's not making up the sales. So it's May. There's going to be an out of season Hallmark movie. Probably probably why they didn't pick it because I was pushing the limits a bit. It takes place in May. That's
1: when Jesus was actually born though. So it's a Cor- politically correct. <laughs> oh. I could dig, dig it now.
0: I could dig it now. I got to pull out the script and redraft it. It's yeah. like, this was intentionally done for Jesus. So it's May and she's got to go ahead and close down the, the gingerbread factory or, or whatever the hell she's doing, because it's always ambiguous as to what it really is. And next thing you know, a lawyer coming down from New York to visit his sister gets hit by a parade of children Which I have to probably change Because of the whole
1: Oh, yeah Thing
0: Yeah, I'm not gonna say it out loud Like, the whole thing Basically, he he walks into the middle of the street And this band, like, doesn't see him So they just walk over him And it's kind of violent But he, can't, <laughs> but he gets amnesia And okay. he just... Like a guy from the gingerbread factory picks him up and thinks that you know he he's he's like this agent who's gonna represent them. So this guy ends up basically working for free at this factory, and then he's really hot. So she falls in love with him because the two attractive people in the town have to meet up with each other. And then he suddenly starts to remember his lawyer skills. So he starts finding like all these legal loopholes to get like tax deductions for small women-owned businesses because it's got to be progressive at some point. So the small Wait, business. Bureau. So the, so the small business bureau basically gives her a giant loan that she's never going to be able to pay off so she'll write it off as a loss and she'll she'll continue to keep going but then he remembers that um he's actually a lawyer from New York who was sent by the bank to close down her business no so so that that's how it is and he's also engaged to this super hot lady who's also a real bitch. So he has to decide whether he's going to stick with this like government bailout gingerbread factory or if he's going to go back to being a lawyer, but he's already fallen in love with either Isla Fisher or Amy Adams. So eventually he just feels the spirit of Christmas and he chooses her and he becomes like the, the new legal representative for the, for the factory. And long story short, no lessons are learned. In fact, a- Is
1: his fiance like a tall skinny blonde? Cause yes. I kind of, that's what I'm, yes. I'm imagining yes. that. I'm yes. It. I really can't. Wait, honestly, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I would entirely watch that movie, 100%. It's so interesting,
2: especially all the tax loopholes. Like, I would like to know those, you know? Yeah. like yeah, it's, wait, it's, I would be taking notes.
0: It's <laughs> based enough to keep, like, a good, traditional, conservative audience, but it's progressive enough to make the Small Business yes. Bureau a hero because you've got to cut it in the middle for these movies because they can't anger too many people, but they yeah. can't, like, make people, like, too too comfortable because then you're pissing off somebody else so it's right in the middle of a confused america and so it makes where, everything better
1: Genius. what location is this set in north like carolina Mid-we- okay i was thinking it'd be more midwest vibes that's kind of what i got
0: no because she's ultra stupid which is why they have a gingerbread factory in north carolina uh,
2: I feel like which is failing in north carolina, like low-key okay. huh I feel like nicholas sparks that's the one that was always in north carolina i just feel like Romantic stuff's always like North Carolina. Maybe Which that's where- why. Speaking of heat, they would be. It would be a hotter state.
0: Which doesn't make sense for gingerbreads. You'd want ice cream yeah, or something else.
2: Like Vermont, maybe, or the North Ooh, Pole, or northeast kind of vibes would
1: be cute.
0: It could be a mix of both because they're always extremely ambiguous. That they never necessarily care about where the story takes place, and they always care about where the where the lead yeah your gal is coming from it's always new york city always.
1: True. yeah i don't that i think that's a if i were hallmark i would have picked that up in a heartbeat
0: i've waited three well, years like that. I don't the obamas netflix is netflix? more
2: like progressive anyway
0: they would yeah. have to put in at least like seven gay people
2: just change you know the what, no, it would the be... The main
0: couple,
1: and then... Yeah, no, it... I was gonna, no, I would say A that A very it
0: probably... gay ginger Christmas. <laughs> so probably... you put it in the title, but you never say who's gay. So, other than the main couple, you're just kind of, like, assuming?
1: No, I would say that probably... It'd probably be, like, the second... in line to, so like, the gingerbread factory. Like, the her, like, VP or something would probably be, be gay, right? And he would be the one to find out all this. He'd be the one like on the internet searching the sky, and he'd find out like yeah. he has a fiance. That's how I think that like would be like Lisa,
0: out. you wouldn't imagine who he happens to be engaged to. The woman trying to take over your gingerbread factory. It would be, it would have to be something like that. He'd have yeah. to sound gay. Like he's not explicitly gay because you can say he's the only gay man in town. So then, you don't, so then you don't have to piss anyone else off by having a, a gay couple in a movie because that, that always does that. So you just have the single gay guy, but you never say he's gay. You just let the audience know you think he's gay because he is, but you don't have to say it. So you keep all the conservatives happy because I'm trying to I, I just want to make money off that thing. I'm yeah. like, you just got to cut it straight in the middle and just <laughs> let it be because the story's stupid. And so are all the other stories. So it would be perfect.
2: I would see it. I mean, it just, it
1: has a lot more depth, I think, than the typical Hallmark movie. I will say though, how long does this, what is the duration? Because I think most Hallmark movies, it's like one weekend and then they are married.
0: It's, uh, (laughs) I wrote it to be like 120 minutes. So like less than an hour and a half, but it could be cut down to like, A 55 minute runtime. No,
1: but like how long does this take place of them falling in love? It has to be less than a week.
0: Oh well, well, it it takes place over the course of a couple of months because then it needs to end on Christmas. So it'd start in the summer when Uh, the business is really in the slump. No, because you do like a Rocky montage where he's like learning to cut out gingerbread men and then Stop. they get through the summer when everyone is, no, like you, you cram like five months into it and they're like randomly staring at each other. Like, you know, will they, won't they? So then it, it's patient. So she's less of a predator because she's taking advantage of a man who's working for free and he doesn't talk about money for like six months. Cause he's loaded and he isn't really think he gas to. And he also has amnesia. So you can't make the woman look like the predator.
1: I just think that most Hallmark movies take place in an unrealistically short amount of time, and I think if you're doing a summer to winter, like, six months is kind of long for a Hallmark movie. This is, not, I mean?
0: this is not a Liberty University engagement. I
1: could <laughs> think though, so.
2: it would be... <laughs> that was funny. I almost think it would be better to do, like, the week before Christmas. Like, she's like, oh my gosh, this is going to be our last Christmas, like, We have to close
0: down the gingerbread factory. We have to close
2: it down. This is our last season. It's like got the store closing front and everything. And then he saves it like right around Christmas. And then maybe it's like happy ending and you think everything's good. And it's like so great. And then after Christmas, he gets his memory back and remembers he has the other girl. So then it's like on new years, they make
1: up and get married basically. Like he does. No, that actually is a great timeline. I like that. I will say somehow that I've noticed a lot. with all these Netflix ones that they always keep making, um, what is it called? Sequels. Where it's like somehow they will encounter the exact same problem a year later on Christmas and have to like, or like a similar problem and have to solve it. So it's okay. like, you'd have to set it up, Ramzo, in a way where it's like, the ginger, like the loan, might save her temporarily, but there has to be like an opportunity for her to fail again, and for the oh. love to be tested.
0: Oh, here, he, here's this is this is the power of random thoughts. For the sequel, it's a very ginger Christmas homewrecker Eve.
1: Stop!
0: I'm <laughs> just I'm just gonna put that. I don't no, think people want. Cool. No, be, because because he ends up becoming like the corporate head of this, uh, of the company while she's more mm-hmm. the face of it because he's good at numbers. And she obviously isn't because she was running a gingerbread factory and all that <laughs> stuff. And she, she ruined it. The small business loan will only go as far for women business owners. So what ends up happening is you introduce a new character. He's like this kid who is also kind of stupid and he, he works at the factory and his mom is recently divorced Now, this is where you create the Hallmark Cinematic Universe. All the other Hallmark movies that are made exist as Hallmark movies in this story. So he he walks into the guy's office and he's like, hey, boss, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm just watching Hallmark movies. I love these movies. It's a wink at the audience. And then he's like, you know who also loves Hallmark movies? My mother. So then he's trying to he's trying to break up, um, you know, his (laughs) relationship. Yeah, Yeah, he's trying to break him up because they've had this, uh, you know, they've they um, they're not married yet. They've been a long engagement. So he's like, if it's not married, it still counts. So he tries to hook him up with his mom, who's like. um, Basically, like a brunette version of the redhead, Amy Adams, Isla Fisher type. And then, you know, she, she basically um, comes in and then it becomes like this, this love triangle situation.
1: Is the mom financially distressed?
0: Yeah. So he takes, he takes pity on her. So because of this, she's the, the kid is like, listen, she likes Hallmark movies. And I saw you save this business. Can you save my mom's business? We'll just say, that she runs a Christmas souvenir shop. So then as they start working together and she's like, Oh my God, you saved my business. She put the moves on him because she's a predator. So then she comes in and then it starts that whole, will they won't they thing. And he slips on banana peel and kisses her right as the other wife is coming in to drop off a plate of gingerbread cookies. So she's (laughs) like, you freaking cheater. And then Like, I got to figure out the rest, but you you, you make it. Yeah.
1: In order for it to end well, though, you're going to have to obviously get the main. Kill
0: one of the women.
1: But no. But but you have to find someone for the divorced mom because then everyone's going to feel bad for her at the end. She, you know, lost her chance at love twice, you know,
2: maybe she's a divorced mom because she like cheated on her husband or something.
1: Actually, you know what? She shouldn't be financially distressed. She should be emotionally distressed. Because if the financial distress was the plot of the first movie, I think for the second movie, she should be like, I don't know, where she has like some emotional thing that like he can relate to her because like they had the same childhood trauma or something. And then they that's how they bond. That's how and then they get really close to each other. She, she used to be like,
0: the secretary yeah. of his ex-fiance. The tall, evil, blonde corporate lady from New York. That's a so little they, yeah, that, that's <laughs> you. You have to really assume they all watch the first film to understand this. Yeah,
1: no, I would say that they both like this is morbid, but they both like lost their dad at a young age or something, and then they both can like find you know you know what I mean like they have to be like emotionally I think connected. So and maybe yeah. that's why they like Hallmark movies or like and so because they really have never had a true family Christmas or something, and then they end up like. Becoming emotionally dependent on each other and excluding the gingerbread. Yeah.
0: Can you have cat fights in Hallmark films?
1: You can. I think they have to be more emotionally driven though than basically.
0: Okay, like what if I actually want like violence?
1: (laughs) I don't think you can do that. It could be something dramatic where it's like it could be where it's like she, like, the rose part, like, the hot glue gun for the but like, at her or whatever. And it, like, doesn't really hit her, but maybe it, like, grazes her, or, like.
0: Oh, it burns, scars like, her.
1: her. Uh, <laughs> super dramatic. Like, in a very small way. And he's, but, and then, I don't know, like, he sees it on her wrist, like, who did it to you? And she's like, your fiancé. <laughs> and But then, because they have the emotional connection, he starts thinking his fiancé is, like, crazy. You know what I mean? Because he has the emotional connection with the divorcee. The other lady I'm t- invested in this room, so I'm invested.
2: <laughs>
0: we should Did just crowdfund this movie.
2: Honestly, yeah. There's like this like gingerbread house like village and the other lady like comes in and just like smashes all the gingerbread <laughs> Yes. No, wait, 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 wait,
1: There's a big competition, a big competition where that she's gonna like it's going to be like a charity competition, right? Where it's like whoever, all these different businesses are building gingerbread houses and the divorcee sabotages her house. And so it's like on the eve of like this competition. And then they, you know what I mean? Like it has to be something like that. <laughs>
2: Honestly, that reminds me, I was honestly inspired by that. I have to give credit to where I got this idea of like smashing the gingerbread house from. But in the most recent Taylor Swift music video. <laughs> you like? I still do haven't like- seen it. I
1: still haven't seen it. Should I not give it
2: away then? I'm going. No, you, can, you can talk about it. I'm not gonna I'm
0: never going to watch it, so go away. <laughs> I mean, so, so shoot away. The,
2: the it. song is called oh. I, Bet, I Bet You Think About Me. And it takes place at, like, her ex's wedding. Like, everyone's in white, and it's all, like, pretty. And she's in this bright red dress because this al- song was on her re-release of her iconic album Red. And so she, <laughs> like, is standing by the wedding cake, and she randomly, like, just takes like a huge trunk, like in her fist and it comes out and it's like a red velvet cake like inside. So it was just like, there's all these hints of red. But it's like, it's funny because she's, I don't think she's actually there. It's like all in the guy's head because it's like, the song's like... I Bet Emotional you
0: abuse. Me.
2: So she's like, <laughs> she's really like, yeah, it's your wedding day, but you're thinking about me. Like, you wish you were still with me kind of
0: thing. Okay, I think I found a way to like merge all that. <laughs> we cast... The 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 leading guy As Pete Davidson No And then we take another turn He's not just A guy who loves Christmas He's Mormon So his <laughs> solution Is to just marry both women
1: No, no That's too controversial if you're It's time that Hallmark
0: in. stands For something It's progressive-ish It's People it's,
2: like uh, um, huh? Wait, are you Mormon? You're not no. Mormon. I was going
1: to no. say, people don't like Mormon.
0: Have you listened to this show? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was like, I know you're not, but I'm like, what if you no, are? No, I just I think, think it would only work if it was, like, he marries both of them, but they are both, like, they both can, like, convert, or, like, it has to be, you know what I mean? Like, it can't just be, oh, he marries both of them, because that would seem almost sacrilegious. So then you have to kind of... But he's smart, more so he finds a
0: loophole... To, to make both of them Dependents on his taxes
1: Okay
2: Yeah, but like You have to figure Most women are like Your target audience And We don't care about That kind of thing Like we just want love I mean like Rash and I do But we're like You know Financial Yeah, the, this, the,
0: this whole the, the, This whole thing Is taking a skew I gotta rewind on that I think making I think making the guy Pete Davidson Like every Every attractive woman In Hollywood Seems to be going for... out With Pete Davidson now
2: I forget what he looks like. Let's see.
1: Pete I would David. say make Pete, Pete Davidson Okay, that's in the what I end. thought you we were talking about.
0: You know he's going out with Kim Kardashian now?
1: Yeah. He got I his Christmas okay, early. First of all, first of all um, I'm a Kimye stan. I want Kanye and Kim to get back together. I just think it made sense. I like them together. I just can't. I don't know. I feel like all the Kardashians now are dating these like weird people just to be edgy, because they're losing their relevance. So they're like, oh, like, Kim Kardashian's... I mean, I guess she could, but she's like, I don't want to make another sex tape, so I'm just going to date this guy who's not in my league at all just to, like, make money. I mean, it's a great business move by her, so... Pete Davidson, though? But because, think, people... Who are Pete Davidson fans are most likely not really
0: Kim Who are Pete fans. Davidson fans?
1: I don't know. Randall. I don't or, like, know how
0: this guy gets around so much.
2: I always just think of him as like the one that Ari like dumped and like it all the songs are about from that. good He's album. dated
1: multiple people. He dated that girl from um, Bridgerton. I think it's Daphne or something. But
0: what about this? Know. A very Yeezy Christmas.
1: <laughs> I think that's a completely different story That's a great one that we can That's a whole nother podcast episode uh, project.
0: <laughs> a very Controversial rapper Gets divorced <laughs> with this woman Who's famous For really no reason And she starts <laughs> going out with Pete Davidson
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, At least you got the New York element well, of it
0: like, Yeah So then what he has to do Is he has to find a way to win her back so basically, what we're doing is we're making a movie that Kanye would watch so then he would figure out what to do to get back together. So, so we're that really way,
1: saving their marriage.
0: Which is the real reason for Christmas. <laughs> not, not really, but kinda. <laughs> but kinda. I mean, it's, it's within the realm. He can own a gingerbread shop. I don't know no? either. Okay. Yeah, I
1: think...
2: Without I don't think we need it to tie the
1: gingerbread. The I think the gingerbread story is a great one, but it has to exist on its own.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. I think so, it's strong
1: enough to exist on its own. Can so, we get so, to another controversial topic?
0: Yes, and, and it still has to be with Hallmark movies, but this will be the last question I ask about this. Okay. Why is it when women in Hallmark films find out that the guy has a fiancé, they don't stop going after them? because if if the roles were reversed you'd be like oh that chick is ruining that 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 relationship but because she's the main character it's oh yeah ruin that relationship <laughs> and then we all just go with it
1: i think it's because the whole premise of Hallmark movies is that love or whatever like conquers all these things that it doesn't actually conquer and cuz i mean think it's like these people of like Oh, like, two people who would never actually be together are together because of Hallmark Hallmark. love. So, because of Hallmark's divine power. And so, Hallmark's divine power can, that you know, it can go over, it transcends cheating, I think, in their mind. Yeah.
0: So, if she looks like Candace Cameron Bure, it's okay to cheat. That's basically what you're saying.
2: Well, it's basically, I just feel like Hallmark, like, I don't know. They they almost like they just spin the story, you know? Like they'll make it like, oh, they'll victimize married, her or he has like a fiance or whatever, but she's bad to him, so it's okay. Or like they'll paint the fiance in like a bad light to make it seem like, oh, it's fine that
1: they fall in love and like Yeah, and usually it's like I feel like the fiance or whatever or like the girl back home or whatever would they depict her as pretty like successful you know what i mean it's not like yeah, not oh this like up. girl who's complete it's like oh this girl's like a ceo of some you know fintech company in new york so if you cheat on her that's fine because she's still going to be the ceo of a fintech company in new york
2: yeah or, like she doesn't really love him. like she's not like soft she's just kind of like like they're just together for like material reasons whereas like the yeah. hallmark club's supposed to be this like amazing
0: thing. I know Hallmark my whole business is falling apart, but I love you.
1: Basically, that, yeah. that,
0: that's basically
1: it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think, it's, wow. I mean, by the thing is, I think people overlook it because like we were talking about earlier, where it's like Hallmark movies are so unrealistic. Like you're not going to get bothered by any of it because you don't believe in it.
0: Because, you know, black people exist in your town. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not woke, but Hallmark should probably cast more than one one black character per film.
1: Well, Hallmark and, like, Netflix and stuff have all been making, like, different um, Christmas movies with minorities. Or, like, where the star couples are minorities now.
2: Yeah, that one... Um... Well, I don't
0: want to spoil any end. Well, 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 well. Like you see, there's a there's an easy middle ground because like I've seen a few of the Netflix ones, and there's one Netflix Christmas film where they have this one random black dude selling chestnuts, you know, roasted chestnuts. <laughs> and it's it. like, listen, I'm sorry. Like I want to suspend belief on a lot of things, but I have never in my life seen a black guy selling roasted chestnuts. <laughs>
1: You're not in the right places. <laughs> <laughs> Hallmark picks these This is why Hallmark doesn't tell you what the Towns are like the small little Towns that they pick because then people Be like that's not what like Asheville North Carolina looks like So they just have some random Town oh, in, yeah. that you could Pick you know any state and put it In and maybe that town Does have a black guy selling chestnuts And who are you to say that they Don't
0: Wow well that took a turn
2: Huh. Left us speak speechless.
1: Speechless, yeah. I mean, I just if you keep it ambiguous enough, no one can just, really ask questions. You should be a screenwriter. Thanks. Quitting my job as an engineer to become a Hallmark screenwriter.
0: If it pays more, dream. why not?
1: It probably, it probably would.
2: Which <laughs> is so sad that it would. Yeah
0: hey, there's a reason why they're pumping these things out until doomsday.
1: Yeah, I will say it's weird how it's like they do produce it. Like the demand is like increasing and I feel like the demand really isn't. I mean, people will watch it, but they're not like, ooh, I wonder what Hallmark is going to put out this year. Unless they are and I just am unaware. Have
0: you heard of the Hallmark curve? (laughs) No.
1: Oh, no. Oh, gosh. I'm so nervous. (laughs)
2: I'm ready.
0: (laughs) The Hallmark curve shows that during times of economic recession or civil uh, division within a society, the number of people tuning in to watch Hallmark movies rises drastically. And when things are good, people are less likely to watch them.
1: So what you're saying is that... (laughs) Hallmark released coronavirus in the Wuhan lab in order to topple the economy to improve their profit.
0: I'm not going that far, but that would <laughs> explain a lot of things.
1: <laughs> Honestly, nice. I buy it. I buy that um, conspiracy. <laughs> Hallmark,
2: Hallmark did COVID.
1: <laughs> Hallmark did COVID. Hashtag Hallmark did COVID. That is going to... No, Hallmark created COVID. That's what we're... The title of the episode. I like Hallmark did better. I feel like it's yeah. under Hallmark did COVID. <laughs> That's what the history... But you know what? It wasn't from The history books will never report it. Because they... Hallmark probably owns the history book publishers.
2: I don't know. I really feel like... I'm trying to think of, like, how Trump would call it, like, the Kong flu. I'm trying to think of an- another word that fits Hallmark.
0: All Hallmark, trashy cards. Could write better myself. Totally <laughs> know they did COVID. No one was watching their movies. They wanted uh, me to be in but- one, and I said no.
1: <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. That whole thing... I think no we we can just Sleeping no no like, Joe Biden no no loves these
0: films. The plots don't make sense. There's always, like, no Black people. Lame.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I honestly think that we're on to something. And you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if someone tries to get one of us soon. Because, like, once this episode goes out, Hallmark is going to know that we're spreading this um, thing. And it's going to be, sure. like, anyone who knows the Clintons, we're... You just end up dead one day. One of us is literally going to get hit by a gingerbread truck.
0: <laughs> I need to change the topic now. fast.
1: I'm
2: calling it now.
1: <laughs> you heard it here, folks. <laughs> it was nice knowing everyone. Thanks, Remzo, so for having us. We just put a, a target on our head.
0: <laughs> Megan, change the topic.
2: Um, I really do think that we should just title it Homeworked not not
0: did
1: COVID? <laughs> <laughs> <That's a laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> How much are you even drinking? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to hear anything about listening to rats talk about conspiracy theories. This is the conspiracy theory. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do. So I have got what I
0: wanted for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. But
2: actually, interesting. Speaking of this is like oh i don't know why they didn't do this last year but like a hallmark covid movie like everyone's sick of covid now but like back
1: when like quarantine
0: COVID-19, for christmas
1: no i heard yeah, that purposely like- avoided putting like covid into the movies cuz people were depressed about it no one wanted to watch a sh- movie
2: about it that's true yeah good point but it would What's- have been interesting i feel like like they it's like you know those movies are like or did you guys ever see that one? It was like six feet apart or something. It was like before. Then no. it was like a big so came out. No, I, like, I, I saw oh, that, that, like that, like that though. I saw the theme. Honestly, yeah, I, I mean, feel like in a Hallmark
1: movie. I'm just so... This oh is the first
0: gosh. episode I've ever done of this show where I feel more like The Passenger than anything else. I have nothing to say. I'm just here for the ride. Because everything, (laughs) like, my gosh.
1: I mean, I just, I'm waiting for someone to submit proof that Hallmark did not do COVID.
0: Turns out they did 9-11 instead.
1: (laughs) I mean, but there's no proof to show their innocence in anything. As far as I'm concerned. There could be a whole movie. You know how, like in, the, like, in any Avengers movie, there's always some, like, this person's been, like, behind any major, like, catastrophe for the past, like, you know, millennia. And it would really just be Hallmark.
0: That's how they keep getting card ideas. Yes. They have, like, a slave army that will go ahead and distract people the moment they're getting, like, you know, tired of things and things are too good. And the Hallmark is like... Sales are going down. We need another tragic event to make humanity suffer. Do the 9-11 one. <laughs> I
1: think they just have like a thing, like a hat full of cards and they just pick from it. Or they do like a spin the wheel and it's like whatever, you know, pandemic. They're gonna start terrorist they're gonna start having
0: they're gonna start having computers just use AI to start coming up with card ideas and they'll probably still sell.
1: A hundred percent.
0: Okay. I, I got I got changes.
2: Read the Biden
0: admin. <laughs> no, we'll get removed. <laughs> Please. Okay. Rams is like I thought we Christmas found, would be a safe found, topic. <laughs> we oh, found God, the boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> we finally found the boundaries.
1: <laughs> He's like I've been looking for her so long.
0: <sighs> What's with mm-hmm. women always getting pregnant or engaged around Christmas?
2: um we're the single peaches so we don't really have much to say on that Uh, well
1: I I think a lot of it is one you're always around at least for the engagement what I've heard is like you're always just around family and especially if you've been like dating someone for a long time they're just going to keep asking you like oh when are you going to get married so I feel like the guy feels like I have to just put a ring on her finger so my grandma doesn't ask for the billionth time when I'm going to propose.
0: No, they should double down. And be like, well, Grandma, when are you gonna beat type two diabetes?
1: <laughs> when are like, you gonna throw beat
2: it them? back?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Boomerang it. Like bam. I mean, walk uh, out. <laughs> yeah, maybe you. Yeah, maybe not getting invited to Christmas next year. But I think that's why, honestly. Yeah, but I will say I don't like because I've seen a lot of people they'll get engaged on either um, Thanksgiving or Christmas Day. I don't want that. Like if you're at someone's house for Christmas, I feel like you're literally making it all about you if you get engaged on Christmas.
2: Yeah, like if it's at your own place and it's like just between the two of you, that's one thing. But I don't know. I feel like it's kind of it's like this whole show like look family, we're engaged now.
0: It's like a Hallmark movie.
1: It is. It's literally a Hallmark movie. Well, I just also feel like it, then it's like, instead of talking about Christmas and stuff for the rest of the day, now it's like, oh, you guys are engaged. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it's like, you know, there's a reason for the season. Do and you it's automatically go to hell
0: for that? If you're trying to take away attention from Jesus?
1: Yeah, literally on his big day, you know? I think you probably do.
2: Yeah, I could see it. Plus, what if you get divorced? Then like Christmas, you're like, this is when I got engaged.
1: Yeah, so then you're bitch. triggered every christmas yeah whereas if you just celebrated jesus's birthday as planned <laughs> you wouldn't that have, would have any reason for the season yeah
0: how how would either of you feel if your future fiance is proposed to you on christmas or christmas eve would you be like sure. dude you couldn't have done this yesterday or waited like another 24 hours
2: or just be like, no, you're not it. You don't love Jesus enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You ain't. You're not even a man of God. Get out. Yeah, I just want a mog. You're not a mog. Mog, man of God. Remzo looks lost, but
0: oh. M-O-G,
1: mog, man of man God. of God. And we're that's warm, all we want for Christmas. Actually, if we were doing a Christmas wish list, it'd be honestly mog. no. All I want that is-
0: could be a Hallmark movie. All I want is a mog for Christmas.
2: It's but that'd be too like that'd have That's to be like the, or, like uh, whatever the Christian version of Hallmark is. That's true. Like, Direct like, a VHS. The DVD.
0: Direct to VHS. You know those those VHS tapes are still being passed around Sunday schools <laughs> across the country. Oh my gosh,
1: who's the what's that one? Oh, Kevin Sorbo would somehow make his way into it. So I feel like he always makes his way into those kind of movies. It would be oh, like Kevin
0: the, Sorbo. You know, I've met that man four times. And I really? like it. I've met him four times in my life. First time gets my name wrong. Second time doesn't remember me. Third time gets my name wrong. Doesn't remember <laughs> me. Fourth time doesn't remember me.
1: Dang. Dang. You must so you don't have movie. an in and you can't ask him to be in this Christmas movie we're going to make. I think he would
2: honestly, like he would make sense to me as like the Father, the dad, like yeah. the daughter, you know? A hundred percent. That's like, what he always is. Call up the guy, but like, or, or change it up and he could be like the church pastor or something. I could see him as that. He'd too, be like right? a small dad. group leader
1: or like the young yeah, adult. Yeah, like minister. youth group leader. Yeah.
0: Did, uh, did either of you ever see God's Not Dead? Where he's a yeah, yeah. yes. professor? I, there's, <laughs> I, uh, I, I, w- I went on a date in college where I took a girl to go see that movie.
2: Wow, that's so wholesome. So, so yeah, it, was, it was,
0: it was super based, yeah. So and what I remember because we didn't pay much attention to the movie, um, we uh, there there was
1: one. <laughs> Tell me, your... oh my! I think that puts Why? you straight to hell. I'm just
0: like... <laughs> hey, I'm 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 a gentleman. If she doesn't want to pay attention to the movie, I'm going to pay attention to her. So you know. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Slide, okay. Slide, slide past that part. But one scene I do remember watching was the part where he grabs the kid in the hallway. He's like, I've done my research on you. You're a pre-law major. What's that? A degree in good intentions? And I'm like, what the? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually funny.
2: <laughs> oh, Thank my gosh. god! That's kind of iconic.
0: I was a pre-law major at the time.
1: I don't so like it that was that was
0: something I noticed. I'm like, did he just say that?
1: <laughs> Amazing. Like, Hold up! Oh, I, this I, is I, actually, I, I, I have wait. to push
0: your side. I'm like, oh, wait, one second, stop touching me. What did he say?
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're, can someone rewind
2: it in the back of the theater? <laughs> You're like, I'm the star of the show. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's how we just
0: got into Kevin Sorbo. <laughs> Kevin Sorbo. I know, I know Dallas Jenkins, who is the director for uh for The Chosen. Oh
2: if any, yeah.
0: If anyone was gonna make like a decent, like Christian romance film that's like a Hallmark movie, but actually good, he would probably do it. But he's also friends of Kevin Sorbo. So if he ever listens to this, he's gonna be like Remzo, you fucked up. <laughs> <laughs>
2: He remembers you.
0: Yeah, and Kevin will be like, I don't even know who he is. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh my gosh.
0: Oh my gosh. Should we
1: title this episode Kevin Sor Stole Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> what if Kevin Sorbo did go? <laughs> <laughs> How Kevin Sorbo stole Christmas. I'm sorry, Christmas. I like Kevin Sorbo. I don't want it. How to Hallmark Stole team. Christmas.
0: Oh, my gosh. You would seriously break well, up with the dude if he if he proposed to you on Christmas? You wouldn't immediately revert to Hallmark I, mode?
2: I'm actually really bad at breaking up with people, so I probably wouldn't be able to,
1: but I... I wouldn't you, break, break up with, up with, him, with him, but him? I feel like he would just know ahead of time not to do it.
0: Would you not want to break up with him right then and there because you don't want him to, to have his Christmas ruined well, forever? Also,
1: that's the thing, too. It's like... You know what this reminds me of? Because I feel like... Especially, like, let's say he proposes to you in front of your entire family... If he proposes to you In front of your entire family You like have to say yes Because everyone's watching And it's What it reminds me of Is like in high school When Um A guy would like Ask a girl to homecoming in front of like A huge group And she would have to say yes Because otherwise She would look like Mean Um But then she would like Nah the have bitches to-
0: I asked Never did that
1: <laughs> No because I heard of someone <laughs> Who said yes I can't remember who it was But I think he like um asked her like in front of like like let's say they did cross country and he asked her like in front of the whole team or something and so she said yes and later she pulled him aside and was like no but she didn't want to almost look- worse it is but she didn't want to look bad because like you're putting her in such like a stressful situation yeah so and i kind of feel like that's like if you propose on christmas especially in front of like a big like family party or something then it's like that person has to say yes Because otherwise, they look bad.
0: Do they though?
1: Yes. Like, yeah. That would be like. They don't have to, but they feel pressure to.
0: Megan, you opened up this Pandora's box. What's the worst way you've broken up with somebody?
2: Me? Oh, gosh. Well, no, I I mean, okay, well, probably my first boyfriend I broke up with over text. But like, we were only dating for like three weeks. I've apologized to him since. We're friends. He asked me for girl advice. It's fine. That was probably the worst time I ever did. What I meant is, like, I am like one of those people because I'm so all or nothing. It's really toxic that I'm like, if I'm in a relationship with you, it could be I could be pretty miserable in the relationship. But I'm like, I'm with you. I'm staying till I get dumped, basically.
0: Damn, that's depressing.
1: <laughs> that's t- that's not hallmark love, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I'm just that. it. I feel like that's like, like, I'm like, like Stephen
0: love. King love. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Cause I could just, I don't know. I'm just so bad at, cause I don't like change. So mm-hmm. then I'm like, okay, well, I'm not really happy, but at least I'm like comfy.
1: But are you even comfy in these situations? That's, that's like Catholic know.
0: guilt to a new extreme. It's like, <laughs> you know, I could complain about this, but Jesus looking past your shoulder.
2: I mean, I've in a, a family relationship, just like a lot of them.
0: Would you dump a man on Christmas?
2: Maybe he like cheated or something, or was like abusive, and I just couldn't take it anymore.
0: So you would wait until Christmas and then break up with him, so then you get back at him.
2: No, I'm not that. I'm not that clever or slick. I'm not like the best liar. Well, actually, I can lie when I like have to. But
0: <laughs> is that a lie?
1: I don't know. I don't even know what to oh. believe from you anymore, Megan. <laughs>
0: Maybe, maybe Girl, Hallmark I did I know do you did COVID. Where were you in February 2020? Why February were you in Wuhan?
2: College. <laughs> Probably drunk.
1: <laughs> in February of 2020 was when I broke up with my last boyfriend.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, that's so true.
1: Yeah. Oh, so you waited until after Christmas. Uh, I broke up with my last boyfriend the week after Valentine's Day, February 21st, 2020. So you got all the
0: gifts, and then you broke up with him?
1: I didn't get any gifts.
0: Oh, no wonder you broke up with
1: him. <laughs> <laughs> it was, but it was right before my birthday, because my birthday's February 25th. So I kind of missed out on any potential birthday gifts. But he hadn't bought anything for me, because of course he had it. So it's not like, oh, he has to return something long. now. Honestly, my last couple of
2: relationships, the guy broke up with me right before his birthday. And I'm like, wow. Like, the last two, it was, like, two weeks, both hey. of them, two weeks before their birthday. So I feel like Nice guy dates, like, his has tests already have passed, you know? <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, like, you gotta was be in the then? clear.
0: <laughs> that, uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, God's Not Dead girl, the the girl <laughs> I went there. She- oh. What? Oh, wait,
2: the one you went on the date with. Yeah. I thought you meant the like main character. Yeah, from I thought you meant the, the actress.
0: actress? No, no, no. no, no. I
2: mean like the main because I remember wasn't the girl like really controlling?
0: Oh, in that
2: movie,
0: she was basically a Hallmark fiance.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
0: She's like, okay, you then. have to stop debating this Kevin Sorbo like teacher, <laughs> and he's I like, no. Yeah, don't and, and then, tell him about
2: your beliefs. <laughs>
0: I think it's so funny how they have that whole like Muslim subplot throughout the film. And it's like, then they show her getting beaten and she's just like, I'm getting abused by my father. I've been kicked out. I'm going to go to like, I don't know, like what what was it, a a Toby Mac concert or something. And I see how they run into each other. It's like, listen, you look like you're a domestic abuse victim. And I just saw my professor, Kevin Sorbo, get hit by a truck. But maybe we should be together? (laughs) God's not dead. He's surely alive. It's like this. Wait, wait. We need to address some things right now. Is Kevin Sorbo dead? And he just went over because he's immediately single. And he's like, well, she doesn't go to this college. So why not? It's like.
1: He doesn't really read the room.
0: No. (laughs)
2: What is funny too? Because didn't that girl did his girlfriend, the one who got him the tickets,
1: so he just, like, went without her? Or did he get them for her?
0: Oh, man, that's such a Chad what? move wanna, if he did that.
1: <laughs> you know what I want to know is I, like, watched that movie but don't remember any of this. Y'all were really paying attention. So <laughs> I don't I literally just remember them going, like, I remember them having their debates and going to the concert, but everything else is, escaped my
0: memory. Well, I watched it. On Back. DVD, like a few years later, yeah. because I was like, I only remember the one scene for <laughs> well, reasons.
1: What you were going to say about the girl
0: that you went with. Oh, I, I was going to say I was at, a, I was at Fort Knox at the time. I was going through my, my army uh, advance camp. And we didn't have our cell phones for like uh, the entire time. We, we, we had them for like the first couple of days And then we got them the week before graduation. But what we could do is we could let people know our address so that way they could send us letters. So that was really the only time I've ever gotten letters from people. And I gave her my address. I sent her my address. And she's like, oh, I'm going to go ahead and send you letters like the entire time. I didn't get a single freaking one. Find out the day I get my cell phone back. She's like... I think we should see other people And I'm like, I'm gonna tell every future boyfriend That you made out with me while you were watching God's Not Dead <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I didn't say that I was more like What the hell But, you know, I, I thought that
2: It was karma for God's Not Dead
0: I, I know Oh <laughs> Oh Oh, wow What? Wow. Karma against me? <laughs> I can't really argue with that.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I think... (laughs) Exposed. (laughs) It was just the consequences of your actions.
1: Yeah, that's on you. That's on you, Remzo.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You did that. Remzo did that.
0: (laughs) You can't turn a hoe into a housewife. If she makes out with you during a Kevin Sorbo movie,
2: look at the PG Patriots. We're housewives now. (laughs) <laughs> but
1: except Say, a wife to no one <laughs> housewife material Yeah housewifey
0: material Okay okay it. okay So you're watching God's Not Dead 7 The Trump <laughs> edition or something Because now they've gone political with it They've Come gone on. political with it The and, first and one
2: was the Muslim girl what?
0: Oh no the recent one Was like we the people And it's about like
2: Oh, yeah, you're right, actually. It, it, it's Wait, like
0: they about,
1: made a second? Yeah. They, they, made, they made a fourth. I didn't even know that they made this many.
0: They're like the left the left behind movies. We know that one existed, but we forget the fact there were multiple sequels. I but, mean, I
1: guess the idea with God's Not Dead, it's like you can keep making movies because he's still not dead, you know? So you can just keep going.
0: Sometimes you need to ask, are you really making more people believe God or are you just using God as an excuse to continue to make bad movies? Because after number one, which was not terrible, the, the rest were just, like, really weird. The recent one was, like, about QAnon or something. So, it, 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 okay, here, here's my question. So you're watching God's Not Dead 12, and you're on a date with a dude who you really like, and you're really vibing with each other. And he's, like, about to put the moves on you, and you, and you would otherwise respond do you do it or not? Because no. of the movie,
2: you have to respect no. God. And I but would, would like to make me so. What if God also- does not
0: like that movie? He's like, I do not endorse this. Film. No, but it's
2: also
1: for me. He doesn't so- endorse the behavior. <laughs> I'm not going to be like in that kind of like mood if I'm watching a Kevin Sorbo movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but I think that says a lot about her and potentially some. <laughs> Red well, yeah, there, there were a ton a red of red flags flag.
0: That was the first one But I was like, you know I'm done weirder things
1: no, That's a ama- that's, that's like a red flashing light Like a That's an alarm Like just stop Like evacuate the movie theater You know
0: Yeah I don't know I should have seen that Yeah <laughs> Yeah <laughs> You know This makes a lot of sense now <laughs>
1: We're connecting
2: all the oh. dots. Basically, whenever you have a relationship problem or question, just call up P2 Patriots. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. Or like <laughs> a COVID conspiracy. 11 we'll
0: <laughs> we, We've got a few minutes left. I don't know where to take this.
2: I actually, I have a really good question, I think. Shoot. What is everyone's favorite Christmas movie on this podcast?
0: Die Hard. <laughs>
2: Did you just say that because you watched the recent Netflix movie where she says it's her
0: favorite Christmas movie? No, because it's no. Why objectively would he have seen best. love
1: hard? Why would you have seen that? I don't know. There's a
0: movie called Love Hard.
1: Yeah, yes, it's because on Netflix. it's basically a Hallmark
2: movie, but like on Netflix and like slightly less cheesy. It's really funny. It's pretty stupid, but it's, it's funny, and it does have a minority. Um, the main no guy no no does it have Asian?
0: two or more?
2: Technically, two. Just yes, guy's Asian American, and then other guy's Asian.
0: Yeah. BLM told me that Asians are white people.
1: Yeah, apparently at University of Maryland they are now, but um, like, in Alabama for they for sure aren't. So, <laughs> 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 anyways, I don't know. Honestly, I really like um, the Charlie Bra- Brown Christmas movie. I know it's really basic, but I really like that. I also like the original Grinch, like the animated version, but I. Really don't like the Jim Carrey one
0: Jim Carrey, that, he turned that into like a pseudo-horror film
1: No, I, I'm not lying Like 100%, I had nightmares For I'd say, hmm, five years As a child after watching His version of
0: the Oh, Grinch. I thought he was real
1: It's just so, it's creepy I just don't like it, I don't like it And the fact also that the Grinch doesn't wear pants Like, why not?
0: I don't know Well, you also have to ask, is he really a man? And if he's a man, is he just really cold?
1: I just don't understand, like, I don't know, and it, I don't know, the,
0: Megan is trying really know. hard not to process that,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't know, I'm just I saying just for like, a
0: male grin, she's not anatomically correct,
1: that's why I'm like, why is not he wearing pants, it's like Squidward and Spongebob just doesn't wear pants, and no one questions Sp- it,
0: I, I mean, well, Spongebob wears pants, but Squidward doesn't, but squids don't. Okay, we got to re- So of you the like kids. Charlie Brown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Megan,
2: Megan, what's your what about favorite? You? <laughs> See, mine, I feel like it's just my favorite movie in general. It's not really a Christmas movie, but like it kind of ends on Christmas. But when Harry met Sally, because there's like a couple funny Christmas scenes in it. So, like, my mom and I was watching on a Christmas night, but it's not really a Christmas movie, though.
0: Oh, uh, you know what? I actually want to change mine. Uh, have, have either of you ever seen Love Actually? I've I
1: seen 30 They've Minutes of us. it.
0: They, like, reference it in
1: that Love Hard movie, so I feel like I've seen it. Okay. Love Hard is a co- combination of Love Actually and Die Hard. That's where the name I
0: comes I gotta from. watch this that film. Is it's, it's not Love a
1: combination. It's just it the all. name Whatever is a combination.
0: <laughs> Love Actually is is probably one of the funniest films ever made. I I could probably say that too. Like it, it's a, it's a Christmas rom-com, but like <laughs> you could watch it throughout the year. And it it's a pretty good standalone film. And, and there it, it's basically one of those movies where there are a bunch of characters who have separate story like arcs. That. Well, you, you got to see it through the end, but you remember That's the true. prime minister, remember the secretary who works for, um, Colin. I don't think it's Colin Firth. Colin Firth is the other guy. Anyway, some other some other British actor. He becomes prime minister, and he has that incredibly hot secretary. But people keep calling her plumpy, and it's like <laughs> I mean, no, like no, like I don't understand. And that's the running joke. You don't understand why because they're like, oh, she's kind of cute for a plump girl, and it's like they say this around her. Oh gosh! <laughs> and at one point, he um he takes her to go see his uh, sister's kid's Christmas play. And this is when all the characters start to like, you start to realize how they're connected. So, like, the one woman uh, whose husband is about to have an affair with her, you find out that her brother is the prime minister. So, they've been having different story arcs and they all meet up at the end. So, he brings the secretary who he's in love with now to the Christmas play and she meets the sister and she's like, Oh, you're, you're, I think the guy, the prime minister's name was David. It's like, Oh, you're, 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 you're David's date. You know, he's always had a thing for plump girls and everyone. It's like, why do you keep calling her that? <laughs> Cuz like she's she she she's just a very she she's a very attractive curvy woman, but they keep calling her that and it's just like my gosh. Like and they do it in public like it's not going to hurt her feelings, but you see her like trying really hard to keep it together. I'm like this woman's going to punch somebody. Dude,
1: that would not be a PC these days. <laughs> yeah, really. That actually, looking something like. Why that? is it rated R? I just it up. It's rated I can, R. I can
0: tell you why it's rated R. Oh. Did oh, you, never mind? When you watch that movie, did you watch it on TV or did you watch it on DVD?
1: Wait, which one? I watched it on well, like actually. I think like on Amazon Prime or something.
0: Okay, so depending on what version you watched, um, there's like an additional 15 minutes to the R-rated version.
1: Oh and wait, the, no, I actually did. I remember seeing this part. I don't remember what happened. But it's I remember the porn stars. Yes. yes,
0: the porn stars are taken out of the television version.
1: What was the point of putting that in the movie, though?
0: I don't know because are used to-
1: the R rating? I guess.
0: Yeah, because like <laughs> I, I've seen it, and like it's very much like what what am I watching now? I actually like the censored version more because the one where they take out the two porn stars who start dating each other. It just gets straight into okay, like how how did they put this this in a yeah. movie? So like, I actually do like the censored version of that because it's like this just kind of takes it in a different direction where it's like you know this is not the most appropriate story for this.
1: I gotta see. I know a lot of people that that's their favorite.
0: That's my like, mom. You know, favorite one of my movie.
1: one of my best guy friends. I remember he. Once was like, we should watch Love Actually. It's my favorite Christmas movie. And I watched it and was so bored. I think I like fell asleep or something. <laughs> and I'm like, I just, I don't know. I don't know. What
0: were you going to say a second ago, Megan?
1: I don't
2: know if it's as funny as I think it is in my head,
0: but. I have to try now.
2: Do you guys, Do you guys know if like the, you guys know the brand of shorts that are called Chubbies? They're like these really short shorts. For dudes? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, there's this guy at my college that I like went on a couple dates with. And he was super into these Chubby shorts. Like he was like a Chubby's ambassador for these guys. Like he was so like he was he wore them all the time. He talked like it was like his whole personality trait. And so I told my like best friend like, "Oh, like, you know, Adam and I like went out the other night or whatever." And she goes, "Oh, he's really into Chubbies." And I literally looked down and was like, what do you mean? <laughs> she was like <laughs> <laughs> She was like no, <laughs> I was like, Oh
1: but also why would that be <laughs> the first <laughs> thing she would tell you about? You know what I mean? And it's, it's like, oh he's still like like, oh, these are his shorts. She was like, oh, like, the one
2: who's really into chubbies? And I was like, "What do you mean?" And she's like,
1: One
0: of Cuz I friends like funny. we joke
2: about this all the time
0: because
2: she's like oh. the sweetest person. She didn't mean it how I took it, but first she's like, "Your face was priceless." You were like,
1: "What do you mean?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's if that so doesn't give a person a complex, I don't know what will. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, my gosh. The story
2: oh. about being plump made me think of that, so I felt like I should share. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm glad it is funny. I was like, look <laughs> at this fall flat.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh.
2: I'm telling you, my life is just like a bad rom-com.
0: You got to so, you gotta, you gotta turn this into a book. <laughs> you got to just take I notes really should, over time honestly. and then just fictionalize something. money off of it. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Any last-minute things?
1: <laughs> I think after that note, I'm good.
0: <laughs> okay. I'm
2: excited to see whatever you title this. I feel like we're always surprised by the title, and it's always a pleasant surprise. It's always
1: so funny. I,
0: like, I have so much fun with you two. People are like, oh, um, I, I, there's there's this... <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to find, I'm trying to find a way to put it because I'm still getting over it. He really likes chubbies. <laughs> um, shoot. I'll remember it like 3am or something, but uh, now it's, it's, it's always uh, so great having you two on. Uh, it's, it's always, it's always a blast. If people want to go ahead and check out your podcast. <laughs> not could They do so. <laughs>
2: Oh, um, well, we're anywhere podcasts are. You know how everyone, when they're selling a book, they're always like, my books, anywhere books are sold. I feel like that's such a dumb thing to say. So we're basically, we're any (laughs) podcast where you can listen to us. (laughs) But no, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Google one. Do you have any (laughs) other spread?
0: I don't know the yeah, we're on the internet patriots.
2: follow us on instagram at peachy patriots because we do a lot of wine tastings
1: when we're together and we do a lot of polls and our polls can get kind of heated i think
2: yeah our polls are pretty interesting
0: when are you gonna invite me on an episode where the three of us can on like a friday or saturday just get completely sloshed during a recording Oh,
2: I was literally going to say, like, to Marsh because we've actually never had a guest on our show. I was like, when are we going to have Rimzo on our show? Just, like, we oh, my gosh. Like, we need Yes. To. You should come on the Christmas episode first, because we only have had yes. guests come to, like, bonus birthday episodes. Like, and they're always with our star sign. Wait, Rimzo, what's your star sign?
0: What the, f- <laughs> what the hell is that?
2: <laughs> like, Okay, when's your birthday?
0: December 13th,
2: 1994. Okay, so you're a Sag. He's a Sag.
0: Oh, a Sagittarius? <laughs> Oh, those things. Yeah. He's the half horse guy.
2: Okay. Bow and arrow. We for both of our birthdays. Like I'm a Leo and Ratch is a Pisces. So we had on our Pisces friend for Ratch's birthday. And then we had on my friend Josh for my birthday, because he's a Leo. And we Uh just talked about like what it means to be a Leo and like who Leos are compatible with. And like same thing with Pisces. And so those are only times we've had guests, is what I'm saying. But you should come on our show for like a regular time.
0: Okay, only if we could drink during it.
2: Always. I okay. mean, I drink I'm, doing, I'm doing dry December, but I, I will. I was, and I lasted till December second.
1: Make it. Are you drinking <laughs> wine right now? Yeah. Like, Did you not notice?
0: Okay.
2: That? <laughs> I didn't notice because it was the whole episode. I was like, shoot, I, heard, I didn't tell Rach that I already gave up on Dry December and I feel like she's going to judge me. Okay. I mean, Rachel, you
0: could be awkward. the sober one. You could be the sober one, and me and Megan will just be drinking.
1: Okay. I'll drive the episode <laughs> if I'm sober.
0: <laughs> the designated host. <laughs> oh, that'll be so fun. Well, anyway, folks. uh Be good. Be safe. Have a Merry Christmas. And thank you once again for another awesome year of 104 episodes. It's been a a lot of ups and downs and weird turns. And I never knew I would ever wonder whether or not Hallmark created coronavirus or caused 9-11. But aren't we better people for now thinking that? I don't know. Looking forward to talking to y'all later. Good night.